Welcome to episode 140 of Auto Off Topic. Actually, 140 this time. Yes. Sounds like... Actually, no. It was edited out, so nobody knew until you just said it. No. It was so smoothly edited, nobody picked up on it. I don't think so. But yes. they probably did. This is episode 140. So, uh... Yeah, it was definitely not smoothly edited. No. Uh, best motoring is going to Amazon Prime. It's not going. It's already there. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're uploading a few episodes at a time. Yeah, some of the older stuff's already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch a couple of it real quick. Is it best motoring on there or just hot version or both? So far, I've only seen the hot version stuff. Okay. So there was best motoring international. And actually, it's some of those. But they had hot version. So they came out. They were DVDs when they were sold here. I can't remember how I found them. I might have bought one at Best Buy. I'm pretty sure that when they first came out here, they were like, there was a sample CD attached to like Sport Compact Car. Maybe. I think that's how they were introduced. I think I bought them at Best Buy. I bought one at Best Buy, I think. You definitely bought them at the mall. Like there was something you could go to the mall and buy them. It turned out like after a while you couldn't. uh, Like I ended up getting one at Best Buy, I think, because we also had like, we had another friend that was into... Is it the, like, CKY videos or whatever? Yeah. The guys that weren't them. Jackass, the other guys. I think it was pre-Jackass Jackass. And then he'd buy those DVDs there. And then I think I bought, like, a Mischief DVD. Do you remember those guys? The yeah. E30? Te- not E30. Techademics. The um, E36 M3. E36 M3. It, it was all, like, the cross-country racing bullshit stuff. But yeah, but it was the only thing we had. It was like car content available. Yeah. I remember buying it at Suncoast Video. Okay. That's where I bought Mischief. Okay. Because my friend Jay worked there at the time because we yeah. were all in our early 20s or late teens. And then I ended up finding the best motor and DVDs. You'd buy them from a website called GT Channel. Like they're the official importer. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, it was like 30 bucks. Yeah, they were expensive. For a DVD. <laughs> I have like 20 of them. Yeah. Uh, they came down in price a little bit towards the end, but so you'd get a, there'd be a best motoring. So best motoring is the show best motoring international was the export. So they comboed it with like, you'd get some of the new car stuff and some of the hot version stuff. And that's what they made best motoring international. Yeah. They cut out a lot of like the new car stuff where they were reviewing like home market K cars. You yeah, would, you wouldn't get that. You'd get like the GTR and the NSX. Yeah, they gave you all the the stuff that you know the Americans might care about. Yeah, and then the hot version was the they'd run in the little toge battles, the modified cars. That yeah. was my favorite part. That stuff was super cool. Uh, That's where we learned who the Drift King was. Yeah, I have the Drift Bible actually. Yeah, that's a really cool DVD. And then the what else did they come out with? Oh yeah, so they do like individual ones of just hot version. Mm-hmm. There's like one, and there are special editions of each one. Like there was the Battle at Ten Thousand RPM. Mm-hmm. That was all Honda stuff. Yeah, and I remember there's one. Th- one of the best ones is with the Hakasuka GTR at full song at Fuji. Oh yeah, the last drive around the old Fuji Speedway before they remodeled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do like just pure full sound, on, pure sound, no music in the car. Watch it. It's I think it's probably already on there. Like the episode is it's, on there. It's been. It's on YouTube too, it's but been, that's, go support it somewhere legitimately. That's why the DVDs uh, disappeared was because of YouTube. So like, these DVDs were coming out in like 2006, like 
03 to like 06. Like 03 to 06, probably, yeah. Um, and then that's kind of 07 is like where YouTube like kind of came in and then started to take over and people were pirating them to that and then that's why they stopped. Well, when YouTube DVDs. first started, it was a little more, it was a little less regulated than it is now. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of pirated stuff that got through for a while. Um, and then... The Especially other- something like this that wasn't like a mainstream, like like YouTube from the very beginning was pretty good at taking down like the Lion King, you know, yeah. but it just kind of off the wall, not mainstream stuff snuck through for a while. The other cool thing was they did uh, a drive around the Nürburgring in an Evo 9, mm-hmm. and they also did the pre-production version of the 05 STI, which was cool because that was the car I had. Right. Uh, yeah, it was just generally cool stuff. Like that was the best... It was the best car videos I'd ever seen. Yeah. And still, still up there. I still think they're the best. They're still my favorite. I My favorite stuff was the toge battles. Yeah. Where they would do the nose to tail, like wherever their secret toge was in Japan. And it was a basically, you know, a gap between two cars, whether it increased or decreases who won the toge. No, it battle. was a, um, it was a motorcycle like hill climb track that they yeah. would just shut down and use. And the other cool thing, there was one episode with um, Tommy Mackin in it driving a Subaru when he was mm-hmm. driving for Subaru at the time, and there was snow, and they tried to chase him up as he was, like, doing, like, a hot lap up there Okay, in, like, a minivan, and it's hilarious because they can't Obviously, catch him. Yeah. They're, like, <laughs> they're, like, give up. Yeah. I think I missed that one. I'll have to look that one up. Hopefully that yeah. one gets uploaded because that sounds interesting to watch. I could just give you the DVD. <laughs> yeah. I feel like now that it's on Amazon Prime, I'm going to go back and watch all of them. And if you see me in the next three weeks, you'll see very tired Brad because he'll be spending all night watching these things. They're they're super cool. I think they're my favorite of all. And it's, it's really why it's hard for me to watch other car stuff is because... This is the, what you're used to. The, well, they just don't... It's like it was just about the cars yep. and driving them. It, wasn't it was about, some weird like Japanese humor mixed. That in was there. the other cool. That yeah. was the other part. You're like, all right, there's this weird Japanese stuff in it, right? Like, why is there this girl dressed like an anime girl and a stuffed animal character next to her at the end of the racetrack? <laughs> like, yeah, what's going on yeah. Right they now? always made the girl dress in like this leopard print thing. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> of the era. We'll we'll call it. I think it's just Japanese. Yeah, is what it is. But and I also what I also liked about it was they didn't dub over the audio on them it would be there would be subtitles and then there would be they would get rid of the so anytime there was a person on screen talking it would be the japanese audio with subtitles but then there would also be a um an announcer that would be in english the whole time yeah so do we have a guest outside the studio waving to us to try to get in yeah yeah all right are we back? So I apparently need curtains for the windows in here. Yeah, then I wouldn't have known that we had uninvited guests showing up. Sorry to all our listeners who had to deal with that aggravating uh, pause in the show, all this content that you listen well, to. Well, there's no pause because it's just going to go right together. No, there was a pause because the pause was us like slowing down our conversation as I was watching you look out the window trying to figure out what was going on. Can you hear that? So here we have yeah. a uninvited guest on the podcast tonight. Um, some stranger just walked into the driveway and, uh, decided to join us on yeah. air. So, so we have our friend Joe here. Joe is here. You know what we were talking about? Do you remember, um... Joe's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Best Motoring? Yeah, of course. And then we were trying to figure out, like, is it, what was before Jackass? Was it CKY or something? CK? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. 
Hey, when you talk, if you crash the party, you got to talk into the mic. Right into it. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, you guys are so close to this. You yeah, have to be close you to have it. To be That's how it picks up your voice. That's the kind of mics they are. Yeah. It's uh, bizarre talking with this. In your, your yeah. Yeah, mom. you get used to it. You get used to it real quick. And then, uh, yeah, so what was it? CKY? And then, where did we, you get them at Best Buy? We were trying to figure this out earlier. Yeah, actually, uh, DVD. Who? Somebody gave them to me. But I feel like you'd go buy new ones at Best Buy, and then, like, that's how we found the best motoring DVD, maybe, at Best Buy. I can't remember how, where we found it. I remember we were watching them all the time, and then I was buying them online. Yeah. I, and then, do you yeah. remember the the mischief videos? Yeah, I do. I do. With the um, the yellow M3? Yes. That was super cool, right? Yeah, of course. So, I don't think Brad ever watched that with us. No, I definitely did. Yeah. I gotta be closer. Yeah, yes, you this have, is. You have to eat the microphone. It's like a potato in my mouth. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. You can hear it. You get louder when you get yeah. closer. It sounds better. We actually don't eat dinner before we start in case we get too hungry to eat yeah. the mic. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I remember we. You had that giant projector TV. Oh my god! I forgot about <laughs> that stupid thing. <laughs> Didn't you guys move that thing one time? All right, hold on. Oh, of course hold, we moved it. All right, hold on. So for the people listening, Joe has been a friend of Andrew and mine for 20-some-odd years. <laughs> so these stories will probably wind up getting deeper and deeper as we go along. Oh, yeah, this could go on forever. Yeah, so we got to try to keep it I, short. But We'll do another episode. Yeah, we have an episode planned with Joe in the future. He just kind of crashed the party in this one. So Yeah, he was speaking in the window. The CKY stuff, I don't really remember. That's why I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's just funny because we were just talking about it because he was like, in a conversation before you showed up, he was like, oh, I had this friend that used to watch these CKY videos, and that's how he found the best motoring This videos. is the friend. And, and you were up. the friend that happened to be being discussed 20 minutes ago, so. You don't have those here. No, I don't have. I have the, all the best motoring videos. No, but the conversation is because, the conversation is because Amazon Prime put all the best motoring videos on. Yeah. So now they're all there, so you can watch them again. So, but very uh, interesting. I I feel like there was an S10 involved in moving a projector <laughs> TV. Oh yeah, he's also privy to all the S10 <laughs> shenanigans. Actually, he owned his own S10 for a while. That's right. <laughs> and did you, you did you have one S10 or two S10s? No, uh, the, uh, my uh, other no, no forget I, it. My other friend Joe bought my other S10. So both my friends Joe had S10s. <laughs> No, I had you yeah, had the I just one had pickup. One. Yeah. yeah, it was black. Yeah, the flatbed. Put the bed on it. The flatbed. <laughs> flatbed. Yeah. But I did that with every pickup truck except for yeah. my Chevy. Look at this wires. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. When, when you guys YouTube here. this, where's the camera? It's usually no, behind there's you. There's no camera this episode. I'm just saying where I know. Normally it's set up over there, so it films this way. Yeah. But this is all off, <laughs> off, off air stuff, Joe. Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep the people interested in the topic we're yeah, talking that's about. Right. Sorry. Nobody cares about what's going on in here right now. Well. All right. Anyway, so Studio we're talking tour. about best have you, motoring. Have you ever run that red light? Listen, <laughs> now here's again. We're gonna throw you out of here in about ten minutes. <laughs> you and what on me? This kid, this kid's wearing his underwear. <laughs> All right. So, best motoring, Amazon Prime. Moving on. Next subject. Mm-hmm. Joe is here. Joe just finished building a motorcycle. Do you yeah, want to tell us about your I, motorcycle? No, I was told we can't talk about that. So. Well, I was kidding. We can talk about your motorcycle. So you're here to talk about your motorcycle. It's a cool subject. Yeah. Right. We're going to talk about your motorcycle. We'll put a picture of it on the Instagram page so people can see what we're talking yeah. about. Um, because we're not generally Harley guys, and we're not we're not people who would talk about Harleys on a regular basis. So yeah. we all are interested in motorcycles, 
I have my motorcycle license. Andrew, do you have your license too? I do, do have right? a license. Yeah. So we both have our motorcycle licenses. I just licenses. never owned a bike. Yeah, you did own a bike for a while. You just never rode it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was the bike? No, you didn't. Yes, you did. He bought his bike for like Remember, five seconds. I sold oh, it to yeah, him, yeah. and he stuffed it in your backyard for two years. Yeah. Yeah. But so he still, owned. you had to come get that out of there. Because I bought it back from him. Yeah. All right. But you had a cafe racer for a while. Yep, that's right. And then... Um, 72 Honda. Yeah, CB450 Me and your twin. dad. And Tim, my brother. Yeah. We built it. That bike, uh, if you Google... Was it Lucky 13? Lucky 13 Honda. It comes up. Yeah, pictures. you yeah. Cafe CB450. Yeah, it's all over. I took really cool pictures of it. They're actually, I can share those from my Flickr, but there's it comes up on the internet. Yeah. And every now and then it'll pop up somewhere. I'll see the photos yeah. I took. Yeah, yeah I, I see it on Pinterest all the time. I know you make fun of Pinterest. We do make fun of... We don't make fun of Pinterest. We make hey. fun of you specifically for using Pinterest. When I'm looking at curtains and right. different paints. Plan, planning your wedding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, so if you look up Lucky Thirteen Cafe CB450, it always comes up. Yeah, so. and it, it would pop up on Tumblr every now and then when I used to use Tumblr. Yep. I think it was one of the first for 2009 bikes that really kind of stood out, and that's why it took off. Because today there's a million of them though. Like yeah, that. for sure. You built it early on, and before the before the trend went full like yeah. crazy. Yeah. So you did the Japanese bike thing, Cafe Racer. You decided to go with the Harley and, and the next one. Well, there was a Ducati in between. You just never. Oh yeah, that's right. Never I finished completed it. Completed that. Yeah. The yellow one. Yeah, but the Harley is the Harley is interesting because I'm not a Harley guy. Um, I don't give a second glance towards cruiser style motorcycles mm. just because it's never been an inter- interest of mine. Neither do I. And uh, <laughs> we know you happened to do a, a like a special riding school, and you're like, oh, that was really fun. And now I kind of want a Harley, but I don't want a Harley that looks like. I'm like auditioning to be in a biker gang. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do miss it, but you know, now I, now I got one. Right. So now you have a, what year is the bike? 06? No, 07. 07. So it's, I don't know, Harley's. It's a Harley so Rumble it was, Rumble. Yeah, it was an electric glide. Okay. Um, basically, it's a street glide now. Right. So that's the specific kind of motorcycle that you are supposed to listen to ACDC while riding, right? <laughs> no, yeah. welcome to the jungle. Oh, okay. This is, we're now getting the time of year where my windows are open in my house and on yeah. my busy street, they get stuck in traffic in front of my house. And it's I always get, guns and roses what, and Nickelback. What about uh, Take My Breath Away? Is that okay? <laughs> I would prefer you ride while <laughs> listening to Take My Breath Away at full volume. That would be excellent. Well, but wait a minute. That's from Top Gun. Of course. That was my wedding yeah, song. Yeah, that, that. That was my wedding song. That's okay. No, it's totally fine. That's why I said I prefer it. I mean, if you, I'd be more okay if you were just playing Danger Zone over and over again. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very true. That's typical biker stuff, though. Old man biker stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so you have an 07 Electric Glide, which is the the typical. You'll see them on the road with full tour packs and a back seat and like a big pack on the top and a full fairing and a big windshield and a trailer. And, yeah, correct. And a trailer they and sometimes the three radio. wheels in the back and yep. the ones you'll see like 150 of them riding down 95 from. Boston to Florida and back over and over again. Yeah. So that's that's the typical touring motorcycle. But you obviously wanted to change the look of it. So what was the like the style behind your build? Like what was there any thought behind it or was it just I'm just going to clean it up? Yeah, I think you know me. My style's clean. Yeah, but the audience take doesn't away. know you. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I like to take away don't add more stuff to it. Try to do different color schemes that are the opposite of the, you know, all the chrome's gone. Which the newer bikes are like that, but you're gonna pay twenty five, thirty grand for a brand new Harley. Well, of course. I'm into it for seventy five hundred bucks. Yep. The purchase price, and then you know less than ten for parts. Right. right around there, so it looks like a brand new bike. 
you know, there's a couple of little quirky things with it that I gotta figure out, but really, it's just put fluid in it and go. It's reliable. Simple. So, what color is it? Like, what's the color code? It's a gray color. Yeah, it's called industrial gray. It is a Harley. Oh, it is a factory Harley. Yeah, color. it's like eight. I could be 2018. I know 19s. They definitely have that color. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. pretty new. And then you put. Um, is there a name for the wheels? The solid wheels. Yeah, I forget the name of the wheel, but it's just a. It's just basically a, a solid chrome wheel, and I had that painted black. I actually asked the manufacturer just to to keep it steel. Don't don't do any chrome. So they sent it out that way. Oh, they say it would bear. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That makes it easier to paint for sure. Yeah, of course. Then you got you were showing us like you got some crazy brake rotors there, black too. Yeah, that's another. Uh, yeah, what's what's the deal with those? Yeah, so it's just carbon black. They just. They somehow stay black after, like, the actual rotor? Like, I've never seen yeah, that before. Yeah, the more you use it, it just, it just continues to stay black. It's, like, it's, it's really it, nice. It's, yeah, expensive. it, like, looks like it's painted black. It's yeah. really weird. I want those for a car. Yeah, they're very lightweight. You, I think you held it, you know? Yeah, I, I just don't know For my works. Harley, that weighs 7,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big bikes. It was really just a looks thing. I didn't really care. No, it's really neat. I've never before. seen no, black. No, because it makes it, rotors. it disappears into that wheel. Yeah. And that was the whole plan. You I'm good at imagining stuff like that before I put it together. So it's came out pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. Sometimes I surprise myself. Sometimes. No. Yeah. <laughs> all, the all digital gauges, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, that was, uh, there's a couple of little things I got to do with that, but um, between the radio and the gauges, it, it looks much better than the analog. I, I kind of wanted to do it with the solid wheel. I haven't done any graphics yet, as you'll probably see in the picture, but... I want to do like an 80s theme, kind of make it look 80s in a modern retro. You know, we'll see. TRD stripes. If we, if we don't like the uh, Heart, TRD stripes, stripe. yeah, we'll just peel yeah. them off and start over and do Heart, something heartbeat different. Heartbeat stripes oh, the, and, the, and a mullet wig. Uh, purple swiggle line. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. With I, some I, like I blue <laughs> splash graphics. I think the bike looks perfect clean as is. I, with yeah, no, I kind of like it with no stripes or anything well, it, but. I disagree in the way that it just, at least it needs an emblem on it. Because without an emblem, I feel like it looks like an insurance job that was just pieced together. It looks odd without an emblem. Hmm. So if I meet you halfway, that's what I'll do. Okay. I disagree. But it's not my bike, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You don't think if a car got rebuilt and it didn't have any emblems on it, it would look odd? No, it would. Yeah. It kind of goes together with this. Mm Because there's no motorcycle that wouldn't have any emblem on it. I guess. Whatever. Anyways, so... Personal preference. We'll see, see what it looks you, like when it gets on there, and then I can make funny as it were then. <laughs> no, so it looks fun. cool. Peel it off. Now, yeah. oh, so my question with the radio, can you actually hear it while you're riding? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, that's why they <laughs> play it so loud. loud. No, yeah, it's, uh... I noticed I... So the first few journeys that I had, I had to wear a full-face helmet. Yeah. Because it's winter time. Fear <laughs> that this wheel that I put on, nobody helped me with any of this stuff. Yeah. Usually your father helps out. Um, I was kind of on my own with this one, so I just wanted to... Give myself the best possibility of surviving if the thing crashes and fell apart on you. So the little tiny helmet I wore today, but still DOT. Yeah, it's not a little tiny helmet. You're not that. Your much, head, you're no. not that much of an idiot. Yeah, your head will still explode. So yeah. the full face is nice. It's just it, I noticed it was very restrictive for the music. As long as you don't have a uh, a flip up one, that's yeah, a little correct. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My father listens to this podcast. You know. He has one of those helmets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Get a full face, a normal full face, Bob. He's <laughs> a poor guy alone. He loves just, his helmet. He just retired. His yeah. hearing probably doesn't even work anymore. He can't even hear half of the stuff. He loves his helmet, so it's fine. <laughs> he 
He's going to slap me when he sees me. Mm-hmm. All right. There's no question. So, uh, Brad, what, what what else does Joe have in his fleet? Let's we'll, we'll, just, oh, take, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go off topic because Joe's here. We'll record another episode. We can talk about my off-road trip. Oh, the... Talk about Crown Vix. O2 Z06? Yeah, because he has a whole fleet of vehicles. That we've talked about before? Yeah. he Joe is the one who owns the Z06 that we talked about kind of... Currently for sale? Yes. Yeah, I'm on the fence with it. Okay. I have one kid that's... Testing the maybe. waters? Mm. Dipping your toe in? When you realize you're going to lose it, and then you take it for a ride, it's like, eh. This car is nice. I don't want to really get Okay, rid of it. so run down the Z06. What... What'd you do to it? What year? What miles? What was down to it? Yeah, so I picked it up in New York, saw it on Craigslist. Uh, low mileage, but they're all low mileage, so there's nothing unique yeah, they're about all, that. They're all bought as, like, collector pieces. Well, and you can't really drive them in the winter, Yeah. right? Even a Mustang, Camaro, those things. Yeah, around get here, by, they get lower miles, those yeah. a little bit. Um, so I just wanted low mileage, which, which was easy to find. But I wanted Electron Blue. I wanted to do, at first I wanted to do the black wheel thing, which I know you, Andrew's not a big fan of. Brad likes it on red cars. But, Depends. Uh, yeah, it depends. But I, I ended up just painting the factory wheels. I got the rear wheels for the front. Yeah, you went with a square setup, right? Nice square setup. Yeah. I read about getting a little more traction for track days uh, and the braking because they stable. So basically just painted those a little bit darker gray. But unless somebody's a super diehard Z06 fan. Unless you park gonna, next to another one, you can't They're tell. not going to notice yeah. it. Did Even you? though they're, they're gloss, clear coat over yeah. it. Um, the factory wheels don't have more of like a matte finish. Yeah. So maybe they do, they do look nice, but yeah, it's just nice and clean. Yeah. Did you do anything? Um, you did the brakes, but did you put bigger rotors with like, so rotors are the same diameter. Okay. But they're stop tech. So they have the slots. Okay. Um, and then more aggressive pads. Yeah. And they just run on the street. Stop tech has a, it's like a street pad. Yeah. And then you put braided lines and stuff and all the braided lines, better fluid. And you got rid of all the weird Corvette transverse leaf spring stuff and went all full coils, right? Which works. Yeah. That, that stuff works, but I just wanted the correct ride height. I wanted to get away from the monster truck look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love monster trucks. Mm. It's my favorite episode. You guys are talking about Bigfoot. <laughs> it's like a super fan joining yeah. us. <laughs> so weird. He knows more about our episodes than we do. We talk oh, about Bigfoot? I know more about both of you. <laughs> um, so you, you went full coil was full coil overs all around on the Corvette. Yeah, correct. Um, and they're pretty aggressive setup, I think, aren't they? No, not not really. Actually, no. they're. Uh, I don't. Everything I buy, I, I just do so much research on, it and I I forget half the stuff. But basically, I remember it was like more of a streetable. I talked to them on the phone, and just I didn't want to do what I did with the Mustang, which is a little bit too stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, made it undrivable. Street, it's. Uh, I don't know. Stock behave better at some speeds, and then this this setup behaves better at some speeds. But mm-hmm. when you're going over potholes, both pretty much, uh, you know, it rides rough. So you set up basically for track day car because yeah. you did brakes, suspension, you know, a driver's seat. Yep. What tires were they? And a steering wheel. <clears throat> yeah. uh, the Nitto NT05s. So. Yep. And a good. Are. That's like a great. You know, if you get stuck in the rain, if you're on the street. It's a good compromise. It's not super expensive. I ran those on the previous Mustang I had, and they worked well. Huh. Yeah, the car handles really nicely, and it sounds really good because you did headers. Long tubes, right? Yeah, yep. American racing headers. Um, again, standard stuff. There's a smaller diameter tube, so I got those. There's a larger one. 
I guess yeah, but the, it was yeah, it was tight fitting those. I remember helping you with those. Yeah, even yeah, you did a great job. Even just with the yeah, those it's like super super tight, and then like um, yeah, uh, the full exhaust was H pipe. Yep. No, uh, X pipe. It does have cats, and then we did all the heat stuff. So remember, like, it has a pan that goes in between the transmission, and the exhaust. Yeah. So then that's like a thicker piece of aluminum, so it gives it some more structure. Like the guy was real weak from the beginning, anyways. But um, with that, it helps with keeping the heat down in the cabin. In the cabin, yeah. which I noticed right off the bat, it was it was nice. Yeah, because we put a bunch of the heat foil in there. Yeah. Because the car is literally like it really is almost all fiberglass. Yeah. Like there's, uh, I remember when they talked about the C5s, it was like a hydroform steel frame mm-hmm. that kind of goes along the outside edge of the car. Yep. And literally the rest of the car is all. Glued to glass. it. Yeah, it's glued, glued to it. Glued to it. It's not even like yeah. bolted on parts. Everything's yeah. bonded with glue. What's yeah. interesting about it is the C5, which is my generation, is more desirable for track days because when they crash them, you can fix a steel frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they went to C6, even though it's basically the same exact dimensions, pretty pretty similar, um, but it's aluminum, so they have a tough time repairing them. Oh, the frame in those is aluminum now? Yeah. Oh. oh that's, C- that's C6 lot, and C7. Different. Yeah. That's but even different. even the C7, you look at it underneath. There are some similarities. The cars haven't changed too, too dramatically. Yeah. So. Coming, well, coming from the body shop world, fixing aluminum is a much bigger process because um, bending it and stretching it and pulling it, aluminum has a tendency to tear more than steel does. Well, it was like yeah. C3 to 4 was a major redesign. You went from basically having like a 1960s truck. Yep. To a, a sports car. Well, that, it, was, it wasn't a 60s truck. It was a 60s sports car. Yeah. You know, in, in 1982, the car was still pretty much the same underneath as a 1962. Yeah. So it was definitely uh, an older design for yeah. sure. The it, C4 was a radical departure from the C3. And then, uh, and then the, from that, and the C4 went for a long time. It was 80, yep. 84 to 96. To yeah. Yeah. It's funny how you sit in those cars, and I've sat in them. I don't. I don't know if I've ever driven one. But just the frame is so high on the sides. Yeah, getting in stuff. You sit kind of <laughs> in them. Which is good, though. That's yeah. a good feeling. And then it's interesting. Then I remember, now I remember, I mean, it's like this was 97 when the C5 came out. That was like a totally new wild car. Yeah. It was like, whoa. And it was like. Get your gold chains out. Yeah. <laughs> White yeah. New Balance. New, new Am I wearing those tonight? <laughs> no, I'm not driving the vet. New Corvette is always best Corvette. So. <laughs> uh, I like the car. It doesn't. I feel like people don't even notice it. Even though I like it's dramatic too. looking, it's very bright. People don't look at this car at all. Just well, it's, it's just, just a, a Corvette. To I people. think it's yeah, it's just a Corvette. That's what it is. And, and people are used to the typical, you know, person who the retiree that buys the Corvette. Yeah. And again, much like the Harley rider who yeah. just drives it back and forth to Florida. That's yeah. what the Corvette people do in Which, a group of thirty of them. You know, I drive a Crown Vic. I drive that the Harley. I don't care. I'm not and a looking for the attention. But I like my things. From my eyes to look at it. And yeah, no, and that's, you know the, what I mean? that's but that's the way all of us are with our stuff. Like, yeah. I don't drive a seventy Colt to impress the neighbors, you know. Yeah, seventy eight Colt. You know, it's, it's it's nobody cares but me. So it's sure. totally so they are not impressed. No, I know that's <laughs> what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Well, what I like about these cars, even the old five Mustang, is the engineer, like the engineers that worked on these things, did a really good job. Like in general, the cars are amazing cars, but they have. Uh, kind of a weird following <laughs> so it's like how, yeah, can, how can i improve this and go the opposite direction that 99 percent of people do 
and, you can't, and you now can't blame can... the car for the people that like them. Sure. You know, it's kind of, you know, and every car has that, that, not every car, but a lot of cars have that following. Like, you know, Andrew used to drive a Subaru and like you wouldn't really associate it with a lot of other Subaru people because they were kind of odd. And, yeah. you know, I've had a Volkswagen and you don't really, some of the Volkswagen people are a little bit, you know, too into the, into the scene. And it's like, that's not me. I'm just, I it's, enjoy my it's car literally every single car. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the 05 Mustang you had. Yeah. Again, that was a car that went from Mustangs before it. We're literally all the way back to 79, yep. basically, underneath. And then the 05 was a totally new car. Right. Yeah, remember on Discovery Channel, they had that bad boy racer, and they were developing that car. It was all white. Oh, we, yeah. We watched it. I had it on VHS. Or maybe, I, I forget, you two both blind in. It was a long... One of us watched we're it. We're the same person. <laughs> yeah. We've established this already. Yeah. yeah. I see you both. Yeah. We were, we're interchangeable for one another. <laughs> But that's okay. That's what happens when you grow up together. Yeah. I want to see one of those. See, now stop pointing at things in the room and describing <laughs> them because nobody on the air can Well, see we have them. words. We'll describe <laughs> yes. it. What is that, Andrew? Oh, we the, don't know what you're Mustang? pointing at. This is actually a... Uh, the Zake Speed Mustang? I was listening to an old episode today from like a year and a half ago, like those 80s Mustangs. Yeah. Was it IMSA? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So have you guys ever seen those race on a track? Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen that particular car. No. I've seen other cars from that series. So he's looking at an IMSA car from like the mid '80s when they were like silhouette racers, basically. So they yeah. had like a stock door, stock roof line, and then a big, huge, oversized I box. Think they'll run them at like uh, I saw other cars Rock, in that series, not Lime Rock at uh, Road Atlanta Sega and Road Atlanta. Yeah, I, I saw her at Road Atlanta. I saw them during the Walter Mitty Historics, mm. but I'll be going to the Monterey Historics this year, and I'm sure. I'll see some of that stuff again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. So. I want to go see those in the Trans Am. Yeah, you should fly out to the Monterey Historics then, because that's uh, hmm. Laguna Seca. All the Porsches there. What's that yeah. cost? Uh, whatever plane ticket costs. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I don't know, hundred bucks to get in. It's a good time though. Yeah. So, anyway. Sure. Moving, so, w- moving on. What were we talking about since we so Corvette started pointing at things in the room again? My cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, you of course had. Uh, you were the everybody had the friend with the fox body. You were the friend with the fox body. Also, oh, everybody yeah. had a friend who rolled their fox body over. You were also the friend that rolled his fox body over. <laughs> you had two fox bodies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's just clear the air. Uh, it was I drove <laughs> drove like a complete ass. Yes, you did. I don't know how all but of us. Good car aren't. control for the most part. Lucky to be alive. I don't know how all of us aren't dead from riding in your cars. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> would get by the wheel and do ridiculous stuff in my cars too. So. No, I don't think I did. Sure, you did. S two thousand. Nope, that was an accident. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. STI going by your parents at eighty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Andrew, I'll take the hit for this one. They're, we're just bringing back memories. Yeah. Hear this and yeah. That's pro- that's that's the problem with having. Uh, friends on his guests because you go back in time and start talking about this stuff but yeah. you were driving Andrew's STI once and you went down this kind of like kind of desolate road in Salem and it was you a rally just, car yeah you just booted it and happened to drive by <laughs> his parents and grandparents on their way to a yeah they're right I don't yeah. remember what it was they got but, over it but man did he get yelled at for your driving <laughs> it was not good I've been chewed out before yeah but I had integrity I did go right to your dad and say hey that was me not him <laughs> He can't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it so was that Mustang, good. I was coming, I I was working at uh, Endicott College, security guy, and I felt sick. I came in for a midnight shift, and the car had bald tires, just loud exhaust. I didn't do any suspension stuff to it. It was too no, early was, on. I had no money. Yeah, a lot of loud exhaust and wet noodle suspension. Mm. And then I just remember 
turning the wheel in the car understeered and went straight into a tree. It was a reasonable speed. I was driving too fast for the conditions, but it was still like probably twenty five thirty. Yeah, the tree had kind of a ramp to it. it there was, was like black ice yeah. that night. Yeah. I'm, yep. Yeah. It was yeah. so basically just boom hit it, rolled on its roof and got pinned in between the wall for the cemetery. Say it was a cemetery wall, appropriately enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And a tree. (laughs) And I remember it bouncing off the rev limiter. Yeah. And so I reached around and finally found the key in the ignition, just pulled it out, and then I could hear the fluids leaking from the motor. And I was legit trapped at that point. I kept it together. Like, I wasn't that panicky, but I remember a guy finally pulled up. He was passing by, and he just was like, is anybody in there? And so... I slid the keys to him through the broken window, like a little little hole in the ground, and he just he picked them up and opened the hatch, and I I just kind of crawled out of it. I remember getting a phone call in the middle of the night because it was in the middle of the night. I think your dad and, uh, picked me. Up. No, no, you, no, my dad did. Yeah, he did. Because neither one of us answered. Right, because I got the phone call on my phone, and I was like, God damn it, Joe, I'm sleeping, That's and right. I ignored it completely because you. Much like you crashed the podcast tonight, you at the time were famous for calling in the middle of the night because you worked all night. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> if I was awake, I'd answer. But at the Which time. Which I still do to this, this day. This was like before, guys. it was before texting though. So like. It was like it, early texting. Like you would have had to like type a button three times to get a letter. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like when you, everybody just texts everybody. So then when somebody calls, you're like, that's important. Yeah. At the that, time, calling was normal. <laughs> Yeah. So like I got a phone call like twelve thirty one in the morning, whatever it was. I remember like picking picking up my big Nokia mm. and like looking at it, going, "Nope," <laughs> and then putting it back down. Yeah. But then you asshole. call. <laughs> but then you called my father, and you don't normally call my father at twelve thirty at night, and he went and got you. Yeah. So I do I do remember him telling me about that this morning, and yeah, I was like, "He's oh. my hero." Yeah. <laughs> I remember zero. I remember him 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 doing that in the morning time, and I was like, "Oh, I guess this is what he wanted last night when he called me." And then he was like, "He called you, and you didn't go get him," and I was like, oh, my, I, did, "I didn't answer my phone." All right, the exhaust in that car. <laughs> the boy car. who cried wolf. <laughs> Do you remember going to get that exhaust in that car? I don't remember getting you it. Like, I remember what it was. You like so this is like it a, up. This is like a 1990 no, Mustang yep. LX yeah, 5.0 hatchback. Black, gray yeah. interior. Yeah. I so, just want to describe the car we're talking about. Yeah, know. we said Fox Body. So, but just to get We looked more. it up. Uh, you found like an ad in like Auto Trader or something for Mustang parts. Probably, yeah, the want advertisement. Want advertisement. <laughs> so before Craigslist, all pre-internet. So we like went to this dude's house a couple towns over, and he's like, "I gotta go to work. You guys can just pull this exhaust after we like paid oh. it for." It. Am I was I doing <laughs> drugs back then? I don't remember this at all. Yeah, you this <laughs> we were under the car like trying to unbolt it. Really? And we couldn't get it. The part that went over the axles, we couldn't get it. Like, it just wouldn't unbolt. So we went back to my dad's house and got a Sawzall and just Sawzalled it into two pieces and then took it down. And then we go to put it on your car. Yeah. And, like, we got to the point where we had it all disassembled. But then for some reason, I don't know why we didn't just bring it to them, the exhaust shop with the old exhaust on it and the new exhaust. I don't know why we did this. We disconnected it at the headers, <laughs> and then <laughs> you drove it from like One here. Away, Beverly. No, no, Bill Ricca. Like Bill Ricca. <laughs> it sounded that's like twenty-five and, miles. Oh yeah, it, I, it was like it was, a I do NASCAR. remember that. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it sounded terrible too, but whatever. Well, it probably ran so horrible. It just doesn't sound any different than my Corvette with the exhaust dumps. Stock manifolds to nothing. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's the way we roll yeah well we're, we're all, like 20 we're all, years old we were all kids at one point i guess <laughs> let's talk about how many wheels have had fall off guys yeah <laughs> that, that's that's 100 user error three 
One was your car. That damn talon. Well, the tie rod broke or something, right? No, ball the joint. B- ball joint broke. They welded yeah. the ball joint on. Yeah, there was that one, and then. And the I blocked two lanes. Yeah. On North Street. That was the fun. Fiesta. The Fiesta I had for a day. Bought it from your friend, who was a guy that grew up down the street from me. Yeah, John. What, what kind of John Fiesta Mario. was that? It was like a ninety-one. I think it was a. Yeah, maybe a ninety, ninety-one. Yeah, it was, it was the little, white. the little, real boxy Fiesta. <laughs> I remember Mark. I parked that up on his lawn that night. Oh, it was so much fun. It was, it was a kid we went to high school. Yeah, with, so we, we, torturing we, this we're kid. We're two in the weeds here at this <laughs> one again, I think. Here, but but anyways, the Fiesta was cool because you bought it, you bought it for like a dollar. Yeah, and he took care of me. He totally gave me that car. Yeah, and then I, he proceeded to kill <laughs> it within it. like six hours of buying. Right in Peabody Route One, just. Driving back and forth, like oh yeah, so you were swerving back and forth in the road, and the so ball joint was just like, nope. Ball joint let go. Yeah. The wheel went underneath the car. The oil pan ripped. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember if it fell off or just you know gashed uh, it open. Oil was everywhere, and that was all she wrote. Yeah. Come on, right to the junkyard. All right, and then the other dollar. one, Andrew and I were driving on North Street in Salem, and the wheel, which is Route One Fourteen, on the Mustang, it literally just was like, <gasps> don't. And we kept driving. We're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I forgot and, about that. And we were just coasting. And I was like, all right. Oh, right. I got to pull over. Because I thought like it, a spring broke. I never had. It sheared all the studs off, right? No. Negative. We t- there was no lug nuts. <laughs> Apparently, you need lug nuts on a wheel. So uh, <laughs> so the wheel just rode inside the brake drum because it was the rear. And I had yet to turn it into a maniac car $30,000 later. Remember that? That that was a car that we built up. So he yeah. so that's the other that's what the other thing. about that. So Joe basically had a a car that was like Matt Farah's Mustang before Matt Farah ever had that car. Yeah, like, it was the same 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 build except for the independent rear. Yeah. Lived in my parents' house. Uh there was no such thing as cell phones even at uh There's cell phones, just no texting. Yeah, there was it was it was it was early technology. It was early two thousands. It was all Maxim Motorsports, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything the full Maxim Motorsports catalog. Two blue front K member and yeah. all this coilovers, the, the whole yeah, thing, the whole it literally like, went like like remote reservoir, panhard pan bar, Torcom. Yeah, it was and then massive three fifteen, seventeen inch wheels. But for the time, they were really yeah three fifteen really was, was huge, and you had like sheet metal flares, sheet built. metal really yeah. nice done uh, flares. The guy over in Beverly did them and a three thirty one right three thirty one yeah. stroker, which we went to a place in Marblehead. Under the guidance of your father. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I don't think he told me to go there, but I was working fire at the time, delivering parts. So this guy that uh, kind of rubbed us the wrong way, but he ended up machining the block wrong, and the head height was off. Oh. So when I sold the car to a local shop, he was running it on track and having a lot of engine issues, and it turned out to be the he, he discovered that, that it was Oh, it was machine wrong. You know, yeah. you know what's funny? And this is... You know, oh, you know... Back- Another. It could have technically been previous owner, because it was the block that came from that car. Yeah. yeah. And but, but this guy didn't catch it, it. Yeah. and he he received pretty much thousands of dollars to. Well, well, no, not thousands. He just did the machining. So well, whatever so it cost. For comparison's sake here, that machine shop that did that is the same shop that caused my talon to blow up three times. Well, there you go. So. Because that's who did my talent too, when it kept blowing. Up. Uh, yeah, we'll be respectful and not say the name because it could be completely different. Yeah, it's so many years ago. I don't even. Yeah. New employees. I remember the guy, but we'll. No, I remember him very well at the time. But it was he's the same. I went through three engines on, and actually, technically, there were four because there was one that they actually dropped off the back of their truck. 
while they were moving it around. Like the bumper cover from my yeah. 05 Mustang. Yeah. However, no, the, an engine. However, the guy you sold it to on the North Shore in Mass, if you need yeah. an alignment for your race car, yeah. go to the Fast Track. To. Yeah. yeah. Fast Track. Scott yeah. Ross. They're, they're the yeah. good shop. Awesome guy. Yeah. yeah. Him yeah. And, and Jamie. Yeah, yeah. They, they do corner balancing and like all that good. They do racetrack alignment. Like, you roll your car in for an alignment, they, the question isn't. Like okay, when can you go back and pick it up? It's mm. what do you do with the car? How do you want it aligned? Yeah, those guys really awesome. take care of not, us. Uh, yeah. Not like well, it's not what the computer specs say. Like, right, he does they'll, it. They'll align the way you want it. Yeah, it, and you know, like all my fake race cars that that set up in the most wildest ways, never even see the track most of the time. But yeah, they get a, the occasional on ramp, off ramp, and that's pretty much it. Well, no, you're famous for doing on ramps, off ramps at speeds that are questionable at the time. But the the statute of limitations is passed. You're okay now. Yeah, yeah that's um, right. All in the past. But your G forces were were always pretty high in your cars, and I remember you hit an S two thousand for a while that you took on ramp so often that you starved it of oil and blew it up. <laughs> so, which I'm sure it was a little low on oil too. But yeah, that was a little disappointing. Yep. I hit that same one with a vet, and it's a different car. Well, I'm sure it is. The Z06 is definitely, uh, I'm sure it with is. those mods, pretty unstoppable. But the S2000 was one of the first cars that any of us got in this group of you know friends no, you, that hung out that was like... You guys had the Evo and the was, STI was first. after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. that car mm-hmm. while well, Andrew had the STI. And where yeah. were you? Where did you come into play with that? I had, the Evo, I had the Evo first. And okay. I sold it right after he got his STI or That's maybe right. before. Mm-hmm. So. Unfortunately, my financial life and his financial life never lined up, so we had like really fast cars at the same time. Mm. Maybe fortunately, actually, so we never did anything stupid together with them. <laughs> yeah. But now when I had my Evo, he had his Civic Si. Yep. Which is a very fun front-wheel yep. drive car, which, you know, I've been pretty vocal that I'm not a big fan of front-wheel drive, but that car was set up nice. Yeah, that's one of the more fun cars. Yep. Yeah. I just, I like... I'm, Die hard for real, rear wheel drive. Yeah, of course. A little bit all wheel drive, as long as it's if you can bias it to the rear. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great, obviously. Like both the Evo and the SDI. I'm a big fan of trophy trucks now. Yeah, we know. That's so another reason you got to come visit in Arizona when I go there because they're literally just driving on the street everywhere. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, they're everywhere. Everybody has these giant fiberglass fenders on their trucks. Mm. Like for what reason? I don't know, but they're all over the place. Didn't you just meet a guy that races trophy trucks? I did actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about off roading Vermont? Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of his name real quick before I could. It's Kyle, but I can think of his last name, so you can look up his racing endeavors. Mm-hmm. But he runs actual trophy trucks, like like serious, yeah. awesome trophy trucks. Um, I remember I kept calling him Carl, Carl Naughton because um, what's his name from Carl Naughton? I think. Carl? No, it's not Carl. Anyway, Kyle Knott. This is a good hit name. Oh, okay. Kyle, Kyle Knott. But I was like, oh, it's too bad your team's like Cal, Cal Naughton. Oh. I was like, it's like it sounds just like him. But anyway, um, yeah, so I went off-roading in Vermont this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, For uh, former guest AJ, AJ, his bachelor party. Yeah. We decided to do a, actually, Eric, also former guest, Carales, yeah. um, put together this weekend-long off-roading trip through the woods in Vermont. Another former guest, Jordan, was on it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, current guest was not there. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> yeah. um, Maybe next time. I didn't even get to go. So yeah, yeah no, unfortunately. Well, he uh, did that because we didn't invite him to karting. <laughs> oh, that's right too. Karma, yeah. bitch, Andrew. <laughs> Forgot all about that. Um, you were busy. I wasn't busy actually. You with your girl? No, I dropped off at the airport four hours before you guys went. 
I'm not a mind well, reader. Read your text yeah. messages. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this past weekend, I went off-roading in Vermont. You would have been disappointed with us anyway. I, you're right. I would have been. The mechanic wasn't in. Yeah, we went shopping instead. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, my God. For clothes. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I wasn't there. Um, so I went off-roading in Vermont. Um, there were four trucks. They were two first-gen short wheelbase Monteros. Does it really take a mechanic to put plastic tubing over the tires? It's like, what What are you guys talking about? This is the drift night carding you guys talked, yeah. about, you talked about. We talked have about to last call week. them now yeah. for, to verify their advertising online. It's like, what? Who's checking this stuff? That's Whatever. What we'll do. We'll have, to, we'll have to call next time. They're just trying to lure people in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is exciting. This will get them in. Then they'll just... We'll just sucker them into doing the regular carding. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, sorry. Did, uh, four Go trucks on. went off road. Four trucks. Uh, two first gen Monteros. Uh, one which is turbo diesel swapped, and one which is yeah AJ's um, ray gun. AJ's yeah the, the Raider slash Shogun, so the ray gun. Um, and once the one's diesel swapped, and one that is um the V six a V six mosquito repellent truck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, burns a lot of oil. Which is gonna get fixed now. And what was the Toyota? Uh, it was an early two thousands. What do they call that? A one hundred. Yeah. So that was a Land Cruiser. Yeah, Land I think Cruiser, so. right? And then Jordan. I always uh, get like Land Rover, Land Cruiser, Land Cruiser. And Jordan's Xterra. And Jordan's Xterra. Yeah, you're um, riding in. Yep, that's what I wrote. That's what I wrote in. You said it was like. You said it was pretty extreme. I mean, for us, it was pretty extreme. We're not like rock crawlers. And it was borderline that. But all the trucks were lifted. Every truck was lifted. Had sliders. Three out of four trucks had sliders on okay. them. Um, and all of them were pretty well protected underneath with skid plates. So it wasn't, like, scary. It was just a real rough terrain. We bounced around a lot. It had been raining a lot, so it was kind of muddy. It was a little bit muddy. There were a couple of paths. We had to find other routes around because they were flooded, basically. Yeah. So um, you did go? No, he's, he's just... just I already oh, told him, already told him the story. I'm he's just not, trying to... He was in uh, North Carolina at a, at a wedding, I think, or something. Yeah, I was trying to just peek move his memory. Move, move me yeah. along. My memory's not the best these days, Joe. I'm getting a little older here. Yeah, you know? me too. He's remembering things that yeah. I don't remember. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we were in Dorset, Vermont. Um, and there's some pretty neat trails up in Dorset, Vermont. Um, I couldn't tell you the name of the first one we did because memory. But that was basically like a rock garden. It was... You'd climb a rock and fall down on a rock and climb a rock and it was just bouncing up and down and up and down all day in the truck. It was a lot of a lot of picking the right lines, trying not to come down hard in the middle of the truck on a rock. Um any damage to any of the trucks? Thankfully no. Nothing nothing any temporary damage. We'll get <laughs> Jordan might have had a bent door for a, a minute or two. Um I was guiding Jordan through two obstacles and there was a like a sapling of a tree. Um, which was kind of against his door a little bit, but it was the only way to get him through. And I was like, it's fine. You're fine. No worry. Don't worry. It's a small tree. It's going to bend right out of the way. It's totally fine. Um, and then he had to back up to make a second attempt at it. But in order to back up, he had to have his mirror folded in so the tree didn't like go past it and mm-hmm. rip his mirror off. And I'm walking up to the truck, and I noticed his door is completely caved in <laughs> with the tree pushed against it. And my brain immediately, I was like, all right, Jordan, everything's cool. Don't worry about it. So I pulled the tree back so he could back up, and the door didn't come back out. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, because I let him right into this tree. Um, 
So he put the truck in reverse and he started to back out the path and like it just flexed just enough going over the next bump that, that something shocked the door and it went pop and it went back straight again. Whoa. <laughs> and there's no <laughs> marks at all. And I was like, yeah, Jordan, your door is definitely bent. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so there was a temporary damage, but it's all better now. How long were you guys out there? Uh, we were gone for 14 hours. I would say a solid 12 of it was off-roading. Yeah. Wow, that's How yeah. wide are these paths? Um, less than a truck width. No Silverado's going through there. No. I mean, you'd get it through. Oh, yeah. It'd just get you would just be though. destroyed. You get, get a woods car wash. We've got to wait a few more years for that truck. Yeah. It would it would be destroyed. It still goes through mall parking lots, so yeah. yeah. It would it would the paint would be gone, basically. Um you but anyway, quarry. So we did two the the first one in the morning and then that afternoon we did uh Mother Myrick Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um which is thirty five hundred feet of elevation. So the base is at about a thousand feet and the um summit is thirty five hundred feet and it's like a five or six mile trail. So you're doing, you know, divide that in half, two and a half miles, going 2,500 feet in elevation change. Wow. So it's like, it's pretty extreme angles. There are times you're bouncing on rocks going uphill where you think like the undulation of the truck is going to like throw, the way the engine's going to throw you backwards down the hill. You know what I mean? Like it's a little, it's a little off-putting. But we summited the mountain, Mother Myrick. There is actually a plane crash up there from the 70s and the plane is just all still there in the woods skeletons in it i think they took the bodies out mm. people did die Lame. unfortunately oh that's terrible yeah um uh, was two people it was, a, it was a six passenger plane two people were in it and they died um but it's kind of neat to see the i mean it's morbid i guess but it's kind of neat to see the plane wreckage while you're out there it's like a, yeah, sure. a thing to see um but we made it up that made it down that we did a little night wheeling on the way out because we were gone for so long and that path took so long to get through, we didn't realize we were going to be doing night wheeling. But first time I've ever been night wheeling. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, we ran into some locals. That was interesting. Mm. They were out there in their, in their trucks doing some off-roading. Um, they were also drunk and stoned out of their minds while driving on these <laughs> awful trails. It was, I guess like, that's the place to do it. Man, as we drove by, like the driver of the truck, he, like, he gives us like the salute with his hand, and it's like... A Bud Light can in his hand. Like, it's like, all right, guy. Like, the problem is they throw all the cans in the woods. So that's also something else to bring up is that uh, Eric was also big on cleaning the trails while we were out there. So we filled up two big bags of trash while we were in the woods. Anytime he'd see trash, he'd stop, pull over, and pick it up. So, you know, we want to go to Vermont and hang out and use their woods. We're going to try to be as respectful as, po- as possible and clean up, you know, not even just hide ourselves, but other people's trash as well yeah so that so. was a cool different bachelor party yeah it was really neat and then we also did uh in dorset vermont there is an old marble um mine that's been dormant since the like 1840s or something yeah 1840s 1850s the mine literally opened in 1775 hmm. like pre like that's before 1776. That's like pre-America. <laughs> like yeah. we're like, like, we're like that was a really good move with the math right? and the calculating yes. and the history. Yes, 76 is after 75. So, but it just no, it just it just blew my mind to think about the fact that there George are people. George Washington slept there. Well, I mean, Twice. we're we're up near the Canadian border, and like, what about like the French Indian? Like, they could have been 
some serious stuff going down in those caves. Like, sure. The history of the whole thing is pretty neat to think about it when you think about yeah. it. And then, then you're thinking about these giant slabs of marble being moved in 1775, or even just the wherewithal to cut into this mountain to take out giant slabs of marble in 1775. Like, what? You're, you're in the middle of the woods in Vermont in 1775, and you have a 5,000, 10,000 pound piece of marble. What do you do with it? <laughs> you know, how, how do you, how, whose idea is it to like? We're gonna make countertops out of this, <laughs> like, well, or at the time buildings or whatever. But it's it's just it's, it seems like such a such an undertaking to do in 1775. Sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. So you want to do some quick project car updates? Sure. I guess I'm done talking about my off road trip. Hmm. Hmm. It seems like you are. Yeah, I guess yeah. I am. I like that story. Good. It's <laughs> good. Good. Now yeah. you don't have to listen to this episode because you were on it. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we hung a door on the white stairion. We did. Took the old door The appropriate off. door. Mm-hmm. Not just like a little bedroom door. Put a screen door? Yeah. <laughs> a screen door and a battleship. Uh, submarine. Yeah, Jordan's the... going to come <laughs> over and kick the door in. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, boy. Because you dented his. <laughs> oh, no, his door's fine. <laughs> it's that okay. memory sneaking up on you again. It's okay. His door's fine now. He can kick the old door. Then we started hanging the fenders. We did. So we did some sheet metal work on the front of the car. Um, that car has been dormant for a long time, and uh, it feels good to have it actually in two days almost ready to weld some floors in and drive yeah, away. I saw some pictures of it. Yeah. Posted yeah. some stuff. It's not going to be pretty, but it, yeah, the car started up like after sitting for a long, long time. It yeah, just runs. Because it's saying, get me out of here. <laughs> That's fine. It runs great. So we're going to finish hanging the fenders. Um, and then we'll, like I said, we'll weld some floors in it and that yeah, car will be. Practice some welding with it. Yeah. Oh, you're going to weld the hood on the talon? Uh, no, that's going to be cut in that drop vent I've talked about. It's fiberglass. Sorry to, that's, I like the idea of painting it black, gloss black, the headlights too. Yes. That's good. It's better. It's better. I agree with that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yes, we are going to weld in the fiberglass scoop for sure. <laughs> it's going to go very well, I can already tell. Well, you had talked about welding in a hole yeah. at some mm-hmm. point. I, I listen to different podcasts, and so if I listen to something new, it just automatically plays on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Maybe an older one that I listen to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where we're at. You can set it out to do that, yeah. but yes. No, I don't want to. All right. Uh, anyway, so yes, yeah, so we hung a door on the car. Um, we had a little bit of a issue with the car not starting after like pressure, pressure. washing the crap out of it. Um, I think something just got really wet hmm. and then it took three days to dry out and just did, the car just started again today. So no issue at all, apparently. Um, but it looks really clean under the hood too. So it's, the car's coming along. You're going to keep that one? Yeah, it's going to stay here. So I'm moving to Arizona as everybody knows. Um, but that car is going to stay here. So when I fly home, I just have a car to use. It's already so, ruined with rust. So I might as well leave it here. Yeah, it's Smart. already a rusty car. It's <laughs> might as yeah. well just, you know. Use it as my normal Spray it with some fluid here. film and some of the open yeah, spots. Yeah, not let it get yeah. worse, but just, you know, not worry about it being, you know, exposed to wintertime because it's been exposed to wintertime its whole life. Um, plus, I told the guy when I bought the car way back in the day that I'd keep it roadworthy for as long as I could. So he'll be happy to see it back on the road mm-hmm. again because he bought it brand new. Hmm. So uh, once once it's done, back together, registered, I'll give him a, shoot him an email and tell him to come by. And Whoa, one owner, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the car only had 80,000 miles on when I got it. Wow. Yep. But it's not going to be pretty. It's going to have, so it's a white car, white shell. The replacement door, it's an 84. The replacement door is from an 88, so it's a little brighter of a white. Mm. Uh, it's going to have a black fender and a red fender. 
uh, a maroon fender, I should say, and then a bright red purple fender. front bumper, <laughs> and then no purple fender, and then a black lower spoiler on the front. So it's it's gonna be ugly, but I mean, is this the car with that hole in the front of the bumper? No, that's the purple car. Okay, that's the party. You should put one yeah, flared fender on it. No. <laughs> so the purple car. Um, actually, did we talk about that eating an engine? I don't think we did. No. So the determination of the purple car, which we kept doing things to find the source of the noise, is um, we dug a little deeper into it, and there were no vacuum lines on the wastegate. Yeah. Um, and the car needs the noise is the wrist pin on the piston and the piston and rod. So and there was some weird aluminum shavings in the oil. Yeah. Which are probably pieces of piston. Probably. Um. So we our assumption is the car overboosted at some point in its life. Because there's no vacuum lines on the wastegate, so the wastegate never opened, so it just allowed full as much pressure as the en- as the turbo could make to go into the engine, and the wrist pin was obviously the weakest link. Is this so, uh, maybe I'm lost here? Is this the purple guy? This is the purple guy. Yeah. 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 So we thought it was top end. It's totally not. So we did all the easy stuff. Yeah, we did all the stuff on the top end. It's, I mean, it's it's with a piston meets the rod. You know, it's the connect the connecting rod. Sure. You know, it's so it's close enough. <laughs> it's top end, and then it's bottom end, and then it's top end, and then it's yeah, bottom end. Yeah, we thought it was in the head, <laughs> right? You know, and definitely was not. So, I mean, the car runs great; it just makes a lot of noise. And if that that like metal or aluminum shavings are from the pistons or from the engine block, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, and eventually just going to seize. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not worth driving it that way. So, unfortunately, the car is going to get parked for a little bit until I can get it transported out to where I'm going to be living because it's a nice car. So, anyway. All right. Yeah. I think we'll call that an episode. Sure. That was an all-over-the-place episode. It's fine. Yeah. It is what it is. It's auto-off-topic for a reason. That's right. That was so, way, off, way off-topic night. Real quick, uh, events. Southern New Hampshire Cars and Coffee, June 16th. Mm. The Coffee Factory, Salem, New Hampshire. I don't think you'll see Brad there. You will not. Hey, what about the I'll weather? I'll be there. Maybe. Ah, you son of a... Mm. Weather's been beautiful. Yeah. Concerned uh, about tonight. Get the motorcycle out. That's why we're wrapping up, so you can get out of here. Mm. No, it's not. No? Actually, let's make it go longer, just so he has right home in the rain. <laughs> Good. I'll drag you behind that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Water ski. <laughs> the, uh, so, as always, you can follow us, Out Off Topic Podcast, on Facebook, Out Off Topic, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Race and Anger. You can follow me on Instagram at T-S-I-S-S-3-5-0. Do you want anybody to follow you anywhere, Joe, or no? no? All right. Nobody's following me. Nobody has to share if they don't want to. Negative. All right. Keep cards analog and aim for the roses.